Hello, dear listener. Some of you may know me as a spoilerphobe. There's nothing I hate more. It enrages me. It makes my blood boil. So before I go any further, I need to get this off my chest. Last night I saw Let's Kill Hitler. Let me save you before anyone else spoils you by telling you the plot. In scene one... <coughs> Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to Staggering Stories, episode number 113. Ooh, Good day and welcome to this, the latest in our long line of Staggering Stories podcasts. I'm Crumbly. I'm Jay. I'm Adam. I'm Jean. And I am I'm a small lump of green putty. Oh, in armpits, mid one mm. midsummer morning? Exactly, yes. And unfortunately, I am merely Keith because fake Keith can't be with us tonight because mm-hmm. she's actually, right at this moment in time, sitting in a VIP box in Crawley Stadium being served cucumber sandwiches and tea. And probably cast <laughs> inspersions upon the parentage of mm. a referee somewhere. More than likely, <laughs> yes. Probably, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ask your mummies and daddies what that means. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but we have instead Flying the maple leaf, we have from the untempered schism, Jay! It's good to be back here. Welcome back. back. And your front and maybe your sides as well. (laughs) I'm glad I even got arse back. (laughs) (laughs) I think Uh, I've come a long way from South East London to Crawley for this each week. Come all the way from Canada, showing me up. Canada, showing me. Canada. Without further ado, running away from the burning electrical good shop, clutching a 40-inch plasma TV, it's the news with El Presidente. Doctor News. Let's kill Hitler on the 27th of August. <laughs> Why are you already dead? Why on the 27th of August? Why not the 2nd of April? Or... <laughs> I don't know. The BBC decided. I don't know. So, is it confirmed the 27th of August? It is confirmed. I, I've seen all the. I've seen the trailers for BBC America, and I think I've seen them from Canada, and they've got 27th of August plastered all over them. The trailers from the BBC UK says no, coming soon. It was confirmed today. Right. So it appears that both BBC America and Canada Canada's space once again beginning Doctor on the same day as the UK, Ooh. with Let's Kill Hitler airing the 27th of August 2011. As with the first half of season six, Australia will be lagging a week behind, Aww. starting on the 3rd of September. A short prequel is now available on the official BBC Doctor website, <laughs> bridging a good man goes to war and Let's Kill Hitler. Ooh, I've seen the prequel. The prequel looks good. Yeah, I saw it absolutely today. nothing away. Not not really. No, no. no. Uh, you, you, you get the feeling that the situation is not good, and that's about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, two of us here have actually seen Let's Kill Hitler. Let's Kill Hitler. Big thanks to Jay for giving me a ticket for that. <laughs> <laughs> How and much did you pay him, or did you have to sleep with him, or 
what did you have oh, to do? No. This, this, this wasn't the B- BFI. They didn't sneak into the BBC, steal the DVD and watch it. Mm. Oh, didn't we? That's an idea. No, that's what they did with the Dalek one. Sorry, that was yeah, another was, story. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can safely watch the prequel and it doesn't at all no. spoil you. No. I think the prequels, what they're doing with those, I think it really seems to be more of the meanwhile in the TARDIS stuff Yeah, now. It, mm. it's along those lines. Yes. It's along that, that vein. Yeah. The bits mm. you never saw, but you knew happened. Yes. They're just actually showing you what's yeah. happening. We still haven't seen the bed, the uh, bunk bed uh, scene, have we? <laughs> <laughs> we know that happened. Uh, don't go there. <laughs> well, it must have happened for River to be around. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think that's in the uh, extras on the uh, forthcoming DVD. So. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, other news. Siffy kills another of its original sci-fi programs. Oh, yeah. Now, is it Siffy or sci-fi these days? Yeah. It's meant to be Siffy, but Siffy. we prefer yeah. sci-fi. Serial sci-fi killer Siffy has wielded its axe of genre doom once again. This time it is the popular Eureka, or a town called Eureka, that didn't run away in time. Tricked into trusting Siffy after they were promised a six-episode sixth season only a week before Siffy changed its murderous mind. Siffy's official press release stated... After painstaking consideration, we have had to make the difficult business decision of not to order a season six of Eureka. But Eureka is not over yet. There is a new holiday episode this December and 12 stellar episodes set to debut next year, marking its fifth season and six memorable years on Siffy. We thank the fans for their support of the show and know they will enjoy its final season in 2012. Up yours, in other words. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't understand why... I've, I've got to admit, I'm not 100% sure of the ratings, but I think it's a good ratings puller. It's a nice, interesting, quirky little story. Nothing drama- yeah. major dramatic, yeah. but it's humorous. I, I, it, yeah, I'm going to be very sorry to see that one go. Yeah, that's somewhere. one of the ones that's filmed yeah. out, out near me. Uh, mm. Yeah, um, it's it's one yeah. of the ones... It's not one that I sit down and dedicatedly watch, but if I catch it on the channel, I'll stop what I'm doing and watch it. Yeah, mm. I, I'm not sh- quite sure why they killed uh, uh, Eureka and they haven't killed Alphas yet. Yeah, I mean... Mm. Well, I, no, I, we no, haven't no. got Alphas over here no, yet, so no, we, no. Don't, we can't judge on it, but... I'm not getting good vibes from no. Alpha. Do you know that allegedly Alphas, Eureka, and Warehouse 13 are all set in the same universe? I know, I know mm. Warehouse 13 and Eureka is because they've had a, a cross pollination. Yeah. yeah, they've actually mm. got uh, in the recent episode of Alphas that I think was just shown over in the US. They had someone from Warehouse 13. I think it was the uh, the doctor that um, what his face Artie, uh, Artie likes. Yeah, I think she went over there. Right. And, I've had to put a guest in appearance as the same character. Ooh. So there is now cross-pollination and established it, that it's all in the same universe. Because yeah. I love mm. Warehouse 13. Yeah. 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 Well, again, Warehouse 13 is like Eureka, as in it's slightly off the wall, oh, slightly totally. quirky. That has totally. been renewed, that is continued. Yeah, well, Warehouse yeah. 13 is Siffy's golden uh, is item it? right now. That's the most watched original show that they have. It's the only steampunk sci-fi that I think I've ever seen <laughs> yeah. on TV as a yeah. series. <laughs> Not a surprise with Siffy, is it? Mm. No. They're going the way of Fox. Yeah. You know. Oh dear. Mm. We shall uh, preview a couple of episodes, we shall uh, boost it to the higher ratings, and then we'll drop it. Mm. Well, it's not that bad, I mean, it's considering that they've five gotten to five series. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, but like I said, there's no... I can't see a reason for them dropping it. Mm. If it's still getting the ratings in, I, I can understand it if is. you fall beyond a certain point on yeah. ratings, but if you're still getting the ratings in, it does seem to be sense to continue with the programme. Yeah, in mm. some way, though, I can kind of see that it really may 
be starting to get to the end of its shelf life because mm. they've done they seem to have done as much as they can almost do with it and I think maybe they feel that there is just one more season in it no, I mean, well, they, that's, they that's did originally nice, as it said order six episodes for next year to wrap it up Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. and then they're not even going to do that just going to leave it hanging which yeah. is mm, much actually, of a show. one thing I must add I mean sort of steampunk is not really a genre that's been explored on TV all that no, much no, no. no. difficult I mean it's do. quite a recent I say recent phenomena, but it's it's not that long established. I mean, it's, steampunk's been around for maybe about 10, 15 yeah, I think years now. 80s, well, wasn't it, yeah. yeah, I'd say late late 80s, early 90s, yeah, yeah. because yeah. steampunk came out as well as an answer to a to a cyberpunk. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you get a lot of Japanese anime that. Mm-hmm. that touches into it but um no i think warehouse 13 is about the only tv yeah. program that kind of goes there hmm. oh well hmm. hong kong fooey news eddie murphy to voice fooey sorry you didn't say that right didn't i hong kong fooey <laughs> sorry <laughs> eddie murphy has been cast as the new voice of the number one super guy hong kong fooey and his mild-mannered janitor persona of Penrose Penry Pooch in a live action CGI film version of the 70s Hanna-Barbera cartoon I'm scared already (laughs) (laughs) producer Broderick Johnson said we cannot be happier that Eddie Murphy will star as a fooey there is no overstating his contributions to cinema we look forward to watching him reimagine yet another classic character (laughs) according to SFX magazine the original cartoon penry is a dog who undergoes a mystic ceremony that grants him the ability to walk talk and do kung fu hmm. does oh. i don't remember that <laughs> no neither do i no, but i think they're making it up there is yeah. no word yet on when this will hit the cinema if it involves eddie murphy well it's a kiss of death already so. <laughs> We've done okay as nothing donkey Shrek. Yeah. Shrek, yeah. What, why, why do I have visions of Garfield in my head? <laughs> this is that, that was the trouble. With, with donkey Shrek, he's not the main... No, he's no. not. Yeah, he's a supporting character. Voice. He's, yeah, he's exactly. a supporting character. And Eddie Murphy, I think there was only one or two... Fi- personally, only one two films I've enjoyed of his. Not all of them. So it's... I'm not yeah. overly joyed. Mm. And so I'm not c- CGI... In live action and a major character. I'm not sure how well that is gonna and gonna I, pan I out. Think It'd be like Scooby Doo, yeah. wouldn't it? Sort of thing. But yeah. I think the problem mm. you've got with Scooby Doo was slightly different. I think in some respects, on Scooby Doo was always a dog. Yeah, really, there weren't that many people that noticed he was mm. walking and talking. But Hong yeah. Kong <laughs> Fooey was almost like no one noticed he was he was, <laughs> he, a, dog, yeah. he was yeah. a dog and he was a, and i think it would look very very strange I live action it, you get away with it in cartoon yeah, I but think that's that's the point i think if they did it all cgi'd mm. you could get away with it quite commonly i'm not sure whether it will work just him mm. cgi'd yeah yeah yeah, yeah. forgive me if i sound you know, sort of uh, the doubting thomas but um <laughs> using eddie murphy's later films as a yardstick <laughs> I, mean, I can see this sinking without trace you know, sort of, right, maybe, you know, sort of, you know, sort of, yeah it might be okay for the kids but, yeah yeah and the grown-up kids you know. like yogi bear whatever that film <laughs> yeah, was recently yeah, yeah that, 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 that really death. made oh. it to the top oh, charts yeah, exactly <laughs> <laughs> Well, any addendums? I have one final addendum. Ooh. One addendum that I, I have noticed that is roughly connected to who is the fact that Yanto 
is it's dead. No, is alive <laughs> and well. Is working out of Warehouse Thirteen. He makes oh, a yes. good cup of coffee. Yeah. Is he? What? Yes. What? What? Well, what? There, there, was, there was a couple of flashback episodes with HG. Yeah. And um, Yanto is helping HG. Uh, Yanto is HG's Watson. This was back in the 19th century. Back in the 19th mm-hmm. century, oh, yeah. Right. So it's a couple of flashbacks. So this episodes. is flashbacks to go th- th- just... that we haven't seen yet. Yeah. I think it was just Ooh. the one episode. I think so it's far. just the one. Yeah. The, the article I was read, it, it worked well. They've got good ratings off of it. Oh, we did. So there is a potential of a seek of a spin-off series. Mm. Oh. That's okay. that's the rumours that I've heard. It's, again, it's all up in the air, ifs and maybes, but it, it worked well. Because so. I did like the mm-hmm. idea that HG was a woman. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah I, I saw the episode in question. Oh. It, was, it was good. Yeah, I was rather yeah. surprised to see... I saw the name Gareth David Lloyd there. I thought, oh, well, OK. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what are you doing there? Yes. Because mm. I think he did um, actually did a, a, sh- a sci-fi Sherlock rip-off when when they did yeah, the Sherlock Holmes. There was a low-budget Sherlock Holmes. They, they did, yeah, a low-budget oh, okay. where he played Watson in that, and that was for the Sci-Fi Channel. That was well, not last year, the year before, wasn't it? Dinosaurs. Di- yes, yes, dinosaurs <laughs> and robotic sh- uh, suits. Yes, yes. Mm. But anyway, that's my addendum. Mm. Okay. Well, there's one thing which I've been asked to uh, to raise. Oh. Um, oh, raise away, sir, raise away. Uh, last night, it? as we record this, it was the uh, Let's Go Hitler preview at the BFI, <laughs> and certain people who have a track record of spoilers, Doctor um, <laughs> Who magazine, <laughs> mentioning, um, mentioning no names, <laughs> spoilers. To be honest, having seen the episode, uh, I don't think it's quite the spoiler that it may at first appear to be, but they let loose that there's a certain returning something. Mm-hmm. Thing. A thing. thing which is returning, which somebody, many people probably, didn't want to know was coming back. Uh, and uh, Tony Gallachon of... Uh, Gallachon! Formerly of these parts and others. Um, <laughs> he, he's somewhat... Uh, Dismayed? Perturbed? Knocked? Overjoyed. Yeah. Annoyed. Angry. Miffed. 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 Rather, yeah, well, I miffed. Much, much as I was. Put out. Yes. Back when the, uh, they spoiled. Back in April. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the Impossible Astronaut. Now, I have to say, I, I don't think it's quite as bad. I don't think it's quite what it appears to be in this uh. case. It, it isn't a plot point that's being spoiled. It is a return of something. Yes. And this was just in the trailer. And it was in the trailer. It was a very short clip. But, yeah, they're at their mischief again. Ooh. And I think they did it deliberately, knowing that they would cause a bit of a stink. Oh. Hmm. I think. Was, why else would they do it? Yeah. Um, this, is, this is before they even noticed that you were there, because he gave you the evil eye afterwards. Yeah, yeah Spilsbury <laughs> um, did walk past, and he did, oh. uh, did recognise me. <laughs> <laughs> he went, you're the Twitter that contacted me. <laughs> it was more of a, a wry smile, I think, between the two of us. We, yeah. uh. <laughs> a mutually agreed hatred. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, dear. Because, um, mm. what is it, the, the monthly that has just gone... As we uh, record this, they've put a debate about spoilers actually in the magazine. <laughs> yeah, you know, whether, whether you're two, whether you're for or you're against. I and... came so close to in the Q and A afterwards, yeah. put up a hand up and asking Moffat how what his spoiler policy was, how he decided what was a spoiler and what was fair game for publicity. And I was going to start it by 
Adam Purcell, Staggering Stories. <laughs> and I, I know it's Spilsbury is about two rows ahead. Oh. <laughs> he would have turned right around and clocked me immediately. <laughs> so were you in punching distance? <laughs> not quite, but not far off. <laughs> Put the knife in, that's it. Put the knife in. But I didn't in the end. Oh, shame. She should have. I should have done. Yeah. <laughs> so, hmm. you're saying that you don't think it's as much as a spoiler as... I think it's actually misdirection on the part of the yeah. trailer. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I think that's... DWM knows that. Yeah, so and they're playing on that. The yeah. Well, <laughs> there could have been a couple of things of misdirection in that particular trailer. Yeah. yeah. Because well, this particular thing was not alone in being a thing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, after watching a few trailers and after this is finished, I'm going to have to pin you both down and ask you. Ooh, but, kinky. Yes. Oh, yes. Up close and personal. <laughs> but, um. Right, I've lost. Yeah. The thing that isn't a thing yeah, might yeah. be a thing. Um, as Moffat has said before, that he lies. He quite happily lies. In the, Q, in the Q&A at the end, he made a point of saying that he does lie. Yeah. yeah. He, he made that very clear. Um, well, it's, it's and a, he played up to it, too, he, by blatantly lying. That, well, that is the whole... Obviously lying. Yeah, that is the, the whole point. I mean, there, there is, as we've said before, there is a very fine line between getting people interested and ruining it. Mm. Yes. Yeah. I think that's it. There is that. When when the fundamental plot point is given away, that's a spoiler. That spoils your... Yeah. I mean, that's the whole idea. Mm. Spoils your enjoyment. enjoyment. Yeah. Mm. When something like the TARDIS is going to turn into a grandfather clock midway through episode three... <laughs> mm, yeah, that's not a big no. kind of like plot thing. You maybe wouldn't want to know it, but it's not not yeah. a spoiler necessarily. That's mm. a oh, that would have been nice to see live, but it's totally different to oh. By the way, in episode four, so and so will die. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and even things like uh, say the Santarans coming back, knowing that doesn't really tell you very no. much. No. Do usually, especially when it's like cunningly titled things like the Santaran strategy and that, you <laughs> yeah. do sit there thinking, oh, I wonder well, if the Cybermen are in it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Daleks in Manhattan. Yeah. Now, now. So, with, without giving away any spoilers and plot device, mm. our two illustrious colleagues here that went to see Hitler last night, <laughs> <laughs> close friends and relatives... He's a was, closet sort of chap. Yeah. What, what, um, was there anyone of interest there, apart from Steve Moffat and co? What was it like? Yeah, we had uh, Stephen Moffat on the panel, and yep. Karen Gillan and yeah. Arthur Darville was there as well. Yeah, Karen was in this rather... Flesh-coloured dress, quite tight too. So if yeah. you, if you did <laughs> you. a little bit, you yeah. could imagine it wasn't there at all. Yeah. <laughs> like I said, you probably saw your part. much imagine at all. I yeah. was ready to restrain Adam. Need arise. He needs to be restrained. He really yes. does. Um, was anything? Uh, you, obviously, you got. Uh, you saw the episode. Yeah. Was anything given away? From the further the rest of the season, is there anything you can tell us or anything that there you was can hint a at? lot of exposition, probably more exposition than we might have expected. Mm. Yeah, I don't really want to say what that exposition <laughs> was. Yeah. Of course, yeah. but the, the yeah. problem with this episode is um, back in December, 
Keith and I went to the uh, oh, BFI to see yeah, um, Christmas. Christmas Carol, and I was able to write a fairly spoiler-free review mm. of that. Yeah. So knew the basic premise already anyway. But here, I think it's basically impossible to write a spoiler-free mm. review, if any depth at all. So, so, it, it, the entire thing would be a spoiler. So, mm. so your review is basically stuff happens. Yeah. Really good stuff. <laughs> it, it, it is really good. Without um, giving it away, does it... St- does the, the, this episode start directly at the end of the last episode? No, no. So the you time, don't literally time walk. Has oh, time, time has passed. passed. Now, if, An undetermined amount of time. Yeah. Has passed. If you've seen the prequel, yeah, then you'll you'll understand that uh, obviously the Doctor and Amy and Rory are not together, yeah. as we saw at the end okay. of the last episode. So River has taken them off somewhere. The Doctor's off searching. Yeah. For uh, for melody, and that's where it begins, really. Um, you say Steve Moffat did a Q and A at the end. Was Steve Moffat the only person that did a Q and A? And what kind of Qs and As came up? It was the three of them. It was uh, Karen Gillan, Arthur Darvill, Stephen Moffat. Stephen Moffat, as ever, stole the show. <laughs> yeah, as he did at, at yeah. December, he is really quick witted, and he's a very funny chap. To, Showman, he is. He yeah. really is. For a guy who claims to be really shy. <laughs> when he gets up on stage, there's no sign of it at all. Uh, yeah, what can we say? Um, Rory continues to be awesome. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah. There's, in, a, there's a lot of good Rory moments in this. There are. I love Ooh, Rory. Keith will be happy. He gets some really good lines. It was good stuff to do. Um, there's something that happens in this episode that hasn't happened since the William Hartnell era. Yes. Mm. yes, yes. They, they eat. They eat on board the, the TARDIS food. <laughs> Who's actually served? No, he gets I'll a big just, rock. I'll just leave that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. There's a bit of a return gag involving bananas. Who <laughs> <laughs> are Mrs. Okay. Were there interest, any interesting Q&As, questions? No. Yeah, um, actually there wasn't that much of great interest in the Q&A. Um, Nothing really substantial came out. No. I think there was one question from the star that you uh, mentioned earlier. That's the, the, the sun or somebody? Yeah, yeah. Somebody did ask, would there be a shock regeneration this coming <laughs> a few episodes? And of course Stephen Moffat would say yes if there were. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, you know... <laughs> Uh, he obviously uh, rather put down that woman. <laughs> um, and he had a... Uh, Matt Smith wasn't there. Yeah. He couldn't be there. He's off filming something else. Um, Dick and Larry or something. Um, it's something to do with rowing on the Thames. Yeah, some mm. Olympic event about rowing or something. Um, so he couldn't be there. And Moffat made light of this saying, that's the real reason Matt Smith isn't here, because... Yeah. He's been fired, or he's, he's no longer the doctor. <laughs> <laughs> all that stuff about him. Yeah. It's, it's all, uh, it's all uh, a, a cover. Of course, yeah, he, Matt Smith could giraffe. never. The clumsy giraffe. Yeah, he yeah. could never yeah. manage to wars. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. You mean Steve Moffat lied. <laughs> yeah, oh, he, two wars. Oh, sorry. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, what else can we, we say? Um, Hitler may feature in it. <laughs> <laughs> no. But may not. Were there any notable fans present? I don't know. What do you mean by notable fans? Well, um... was there any other podcasts or any other... <laughs> okay, there were a few other podcasts there. We didn't really meet them that much. Martin from Bad Wolf was there. Martin from Bad Wolf. Oh. from Impossible Podcasts. Yes. Yeah, yeah. We didn't really get to meet. They asked a question, didn't they? There were a few people. Um, Helen, uh, who organised the uh, Twub Crawl. Oh, there. yes. Yeah. Yes. Didn't get to meet her either. She, she was there. Yeah. She was there, though. Yeah, there were a good few people there, but yeah, very crowded. Yeah. 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 Very Overall, very crowded. good episode. 
very good very episode. Good. Yeah. Yeah. So, is it a good follow up to A Good Man Goes to War? Does it? Does the? Is the energy still there? Is it? Is it? A yeah. separate episode, or is it, does it feel like a, a two-parter? It does feel like a separate episode. Right. It does feel like a separate episode. I do have a few niggles with it I can't say too much about, but it feel there are there's at least one point where you, you feel though it should have been set up better. Right. Um, things should have been set up maybe even last year, yeah. which come to fruition here, which seem to appear out of nowhere, yeah. which I think is unfortunate. Clearly Moffitt is planning the yeah. longer term, but I think some of the details are maybe a bit newer than the, the grand plan. Yeah. And yeah. that, I think, shows up a bit in this episode. That, that reminds me, there was one question that was asked, and that was, mm-hmm. did Moffat have the idea of where River is going yes. when he first wrote her, and he, he said no. He didn't, no, no, he didn't. He, he did, yeah, she did say it's really when he properly took over, he, yeah. he sort of started thinking about it. And even then, the thing with uh, her being, Melody Pond being... Yeah. Amy's daughter was not set in stone for sure until this season, just in case Karen Gillan quit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, which obviously would have been a bit of a problem. Yeah. Oh, sounds sounds like quite a good uh, good day. It is. It is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's going to be tough so. waiting a week and a half to see it again. <laughs> oh, what a hardship! Oh, oh yeah, dear, hardship. my heart. Bleach <laughs> for you. Tough not really going to be able to talk about it. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, a problem. that's, that's, that's oh. a problem. Yeah. Boo hoo. Was, was there much? Has not been one who tweets. Mm. I'm not a Twitter yet, only because I haven't got a smartphone. Has there been much leaked on the Twitter sphere by people that attended? Not or have much. everyone been good not boys and girls? Seen, I think people have mostly been good. Moffat from... did plead with yeah. us not to spoil it. And it even went further and actually asked to lie about certain things. Um, I'm not going to tell you what. No. <laughs> You're just not going to go there at all. I, mean, that's I, haven't, I haven't seen too much from the press that have actually mm. gone out and spoiled various things. And there was something, I think it was at The Guardian, where they did kind of give a few things away without much context. They mentioned little bits of information, but they provided no context there. So I think generally, not, yeah. if, if fans have asked nicely not to yeah. give things mm. away on those, so it's almost a bit like you know the Agatha Christie you used to uh, mousetrap. Mouse mouse oh, mouse you used yeah. to get sworn at the end <laughs> of the mousetrap not yeah. to tell anyone who would do it, and yeah. it wasn't till Ben Elton opened his trap and yeah. How oh, was that how And, and um, quite frankly, a lot of people looked at him and said, "You idiot!" Rather than, "Isn't that funny?" Because it was almost like this is a secret and you've yeah. broken yeah. the code. Yeah. Yeah. So I think well. if if people actually ask fans. You know, respectively, don't don't spoil it for anyone else. As a rule, most of them mm, you'll always oh, yeah. get that one idiot that thinks, "Look at me, I'm." Well, only gonna... takes one, doesn't it? But then, yeah. unfortunately, yeah. you know. But I think, as a whole, most people seem to actually abide by the the no sneaking, mm. no yeah. no blowing the gaff thing. I will say that it's blown several of my theories out of the water already, mm. oh. uh, particularly about where the doctor was going and yeah. how where that would take the the plot. That, yeah. That's all been blown out of the water entirely. Mm. <laughs> Well, I look forward. Yes. Yeah, yes. yeah, it yes. is really good. Well, on 27th of August. Yes. yes. 27th of August, yeah. yeah. About a week after this podcast goes out. Yeah, that's it, yeah. Mm. And he's seen it, and he's sat there for the whole of the setup for this gloating. Yeah, <laughs> I'm now uh, immune to spoilers. <laughs> that's the most important bit, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> Right then, dear listeners, I hope you've all been watching television, but um, there's this programme called Torchwood that's on at the moment. Is it? Torchwood. Yes. Oh. Bidi, bidi, bidi. 
Pardon? Biddy, biddy, biddy. That's tweaky. It's not Buck Rogers in the 25th century Torchwood. Yes, we've all been watching the latest episodes of Torchwood. Mm. Mm. Episodes five and, and six. six. Yes. Bus, who can get it? <laughs> Don't rub it into the so, dear list. Well, he's been doing it all morning, with all day with uh, Let's Kill Hitler, so I've got to get <laughs> my own back somehow. <laughs> I've got to boost my ego, a very small, tiny little ego. Yeah, so these were called The Categories of Life and yep. The Dead of Night. Yes. Middlemen, isn't it? Oh, oh yeah, the, yeah, the middlemen. 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 Yes. So The Dead of Night. That's Never mind, I'm kidding. <laughs> episodes five and six. It's a little easier. They don't six. actually put the episode titles out. No, they don't. No, they don't. They don't. No, they don't. So they're, although they're episoded they're, or titled, then we don't know what they mm. are. So the plot so far, we've got Gwen in Wales with her husband, a kid, and a father that's had a, a, a stroke. Uh, yeah, heart attack. Heart attack. Yes. We've got the rest of them in <laughs> gloomy, rainy Los Angeles, <laughs> unlike when we went there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Down on the beach. We got Fikor trying to take over the world. That's what and it seems. And we've got people like not dying, yeah, but nobody's dying. This one starts where they've decided to do a category system for the um, yes. for the undead. Yeah, they of... they've mm. they've introduced a category for the stages of life that you're in. Mm-hmm. Stage one being not very very good at all. Yeah, mm. stage one is. Basically, brain dead. Yeah. Brain not, dead. Yeah. yeah, you're not doing anything. You're nope, just lying. Not getting there. up from that. Yeah, he's just lying there, looking <laughs> listless. Stage two is wounded in yeah, some Stage wounded two is about stage, the best description. Yeah, now. stage two. Mortally wounded. Yeah, stage mm-hmm. two. I think is technically mortally wounded, but you're still up and around and talking. Still and, living, breathing. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm. I see it a different way. I took stage one as being either brain dead or you would be dead if you were not in the miracle mm. era. Yeah. Mm. So, so for that time where Rex had that thing through his shoulder, he would have been category one. And the point being, he got better. So yeah. he's now yeah. moved to category two. Right. Hence why these categories are all a bit... Category vain. two would be something like having um, a, a bad disease, but you yeah. haven't got to the point where you've succumbed to it mm, and yeah. you would die. You could still possibly... But if you had a broken leg, you wouldn't necessarily be category two. But if oh, you then started great, no. getting gangrene, yeah. Yeah, you a, might be think, classed yeah. as category two. I think it two. would be... if. Uh, category two is if it wasn't for the miracle period, you would be dead. Yeah. Uh, it would no, be. Catching what one, one is. Category two is if. But this, is, if you this, been this whole discussion is but, a part yeah. of the plot. Yeah, 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 yeah absolutely. This is the thing about at what point Three people <laughs> have them state decides then, who is category one, who is category two, and, yeah, then, and yeah. the grey areas. Then we have category three, which is your whole hearty, and you would be walking around even if there wasn't a miracle going and on. And Fikor yeah. have built over the planet these um, centres. Yeah, overflow yeah. centres. Overflow, overflow camps, yes. yeah. Overflow Otherwise camps. known as... Yeah. Concentration camps in the yes. Nazi term of mm. the word. Yeah. yeah, very much. Um it's Rex and his uh, non girlfriend doctor. The, the doctor Vera mm-hmm. Warren. Vera go so, yeah. undercover with I can't remember Esther. her name. Esther, Esther. Yeah. Yeah. to Esther investigate Drummond. these camps. And meanwhile in Cardiff, Gwyn's father's been taken into one yeah, and um, she goes to rescue there, there him. Was, there's quite a nice point, the fact that I think it was maybe the end of last episode or certainly the middle of this one, is uh, Owen is quite pleased that he managed to get him into a camp. 
Ali. Mm, oh, yes. Not, uh, not Owen. Um, Reese. Reese. Sorry. Okay. Reese. Reese. Oh, is he dead sorry. yet? Yeah, he is dead. He's <laughs> no, uh, Reese, was quite, zero. Yeah. Reese is quite pleased that he managed to get his her father in one of these camps because yeah. they're a good thing. Yeah. And there yeah. she well, was. So he thought at first. Yeah, for, so, no. Well, that, that's how they're being mm. um, touted. Well, yeah, of course, yeah. as would happen in real life. Yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think. It, We'll, we'll have to give away what happens, well, obviously. Well, of course, easy. Yeah, yeah. Um, we, the music? We, yes. It turns out, on these camps, everyone who's Category 1 gets moved to a separate area, which is basically a crematorium. Yeah. And they, cr- they cremate <laughs> you regardless. The fact you're you're still breathing is immaterial. It's mm-hmm. the way of solving that problem. Everyone within these camps kind of knows what's It's an happening. open secret in mm. the camp. Yeah. There was quite a nice line where Reese says, um, I've taken them to the Burns unit. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which I thought was a very nice play on words for a hospital area yeah, kind of yeah. style. Um, and of course in America Rex films his yeah, Rex- girlfriend being burnt in one of these units because the inspector of she was inspecting the camp and the guy in charge decides to shoot her well, it- using the magic videotape that doesn't count down yeah, <laughs> as you noticed earlier, yeah. yeah. It's a case of she tells the inspector that she's going to blow the gaff mm. on it, and the inspector, I wouldn't say he's a petty man, but he's a certainly <laughs> a, lit- he's a little man with a lot of power, and he's enjoying having that power. I think it's the Maloney, point where yeah. she called him a little man yeah. was when he yeah. shot her. No, basically, I thought the guy was as mad as cake. Yeah, oh, he yeah, was, yeah totally. he is, and he gets even worse than I, th- I thought he was an interesting character, and this was someone who probably is very controlled all of his time, yes. and suddenly... There are, it's a bit like what we've seen recently. There are little consequences to the actions. Mm. You can shoot someone; it doesn't matter. They don't die. Suddenly, there's a release from responsibility and yeah. constraint, mm. and he doesn't quite know how to handle that. And is is a knee jerk reaction. It's, yeah, from, from what I get, he has a very ordered life and likes it nicely ordered. Things done this way, and mm. when he started to lose that order. He started to he lose it. He went completely yeah. cake and overboard. Mm. So that was episode five. Yes. Episode six. <laughs> it's basically a two-parter. Yeah. yeah. It, it, it's more of a yeah. It's a, more of a direct two-parter or episode than any of the series so far has been. Yeah. Mm. Although we missed the stuff in episode five with Oswald and Jack. We have. Yeah. Oh yes. Jack is not involved in this because he's too recognisable, apparently. Yeah. yeah. Which seems like too good an excuse to me, but anyway. <laughs> uh, so he. He's been watching Danes, yeah. keeping uh, tabs on him, and he sees he's going to this rally, Miracle Day rally. We're not quite sure what it's made of. It's a bit like a uh, Band-Aid, that sort yeah. of thing. Yeah, because uh, somebody did mention, oh, it's Phil Collins playing. Huh? Yeah. 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 <laughs> We're not quite sure what the money's going towards it's, or yeah, what, what the cause yeah, is. But anyway, there's this big rally, and uh, Danes is going there to make a speech. So Jack goes to intercept him and tries to get him to give a different yeah, speech. Give another speech Jack wants to, him to tell the world the truth about FICOR mm, and how yeah. they knew Yeah. whereas Danes is obviously being uh, manipulated by FICOR through Jilly uh, Kitzinger or whatever yeah. her name is yeah. to give the company party line and he goes a third way yeah. <laughs> he gives the company party line but with his own twist on mm. it yeah 
Well, the word resurrection was very heavily used. Angels uh, as well of as resurrection. Revelation. Oh, revelation. Yeah. Revelation yeah. was the word. Revelation was the trigger word which he mm. did use, but he used it in his own way mm. rather than yeah. the speech that he was given to write. Or yeah. to read, should I say. Yeah, very much his own man. Yeah. But uh, very interesting what he said, I thought. Mm, that uh, whole angel stuff. Where did that all come from? Mm. I don't know, because that presumably... We don't know, but presumably that wasn't on the sheet that either of those two gave. Yeah. Well, g- oh, no, given he, by Julie's, he, he lost the sheet and he was he, going. He, yeah, he, well, he, he would have read it first. But, yeah. um, so from somewhere he's plucked out of the air the the idea, which is probably pretty close to the truth, that whoever these families are who are behind the miracle, maybe they were there at the dawn of humanity. Yeah, and they were the reason why humans gained the intelligence above the animals. Yeah. And was it this episode where the... Was it the gift? No, that was the next one. It was the next next episode. With Mm. the uh, blessing. The blessing. Mm, The blessing, yeah. And that's the last we see of Danes for an episode. We don't see him at all in the next episode. Yeah, not in episode six. And the last we see of uh, Jilly as well. Yeah. Yeah. And for the moment. she got approached by this mysterious ah, right. man as well. Mm, that's right. Yeah, yeah. She, she, she was doing a good job. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. yeah so so there, you've been probably, noticed. Yeah. yeah, there's probably more that we're going to see for that. Mm. Yes. Because episode six seemed to literally rotate around the, the Torchwood team. It didn't yeah. go anywhere other than... The two oh, camps, yeah, yeah, Reese, Gwen, Rex... Esther. And, and, and Esther. Yeah, yeah. Um, Vera, of course. Rex gets been, uh, been dust by yeah. yeah, Rex gets out of the camp with the film, yeah. which they put up on TV, etc. Only, Cap- only just, <laughs> only just. Captain Jack thinks this is going to change everything. He is really naive. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the the next episode mostly involves Gwen getting her trying to get her father out of the camp mm. because he suffers another heart attack mm, at one that's point right, yeah. and is. Put in with the category ones. Yeah, was going to be put in with the category ones with the oven. They yes. do get him out successfully. Yes. yes, right at the beginning of that episode, we have the final bit of allegiance shifting with uh, with Rex. Yeah, yes. He finally he starts off videoing himself saying, uh, "I'm Rex Matheson. I'm with the CIA." Yeah. Then he says, "No, nope, scrub that. I'm with Torchwood." Yeah, that's so, right. he's so he's finally he's now finally thrown his his weight, which in. means he's a dead man because in the previous episode. Vera signs up to Torchwood. Yeah, and she yeah. dies by the end of the episode. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Esther's also tied tied up by the end of the episode. <laughs> yeah, but we kind of know Rex is going to die at the end of this. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Yeah, because the miracle has got to end in some way. Yeah, yeah. Which I suspect that when the miracle ends, everyone who is dead will actually die. Yeah. Well, I don't know in his mm. case, he is getting better. And yeah, because yeah. that's the case that we try, I think that we try to ascertain on the first episode. Yeah. Is he healing naturally? He does seem to I be. Mean, he they're not healing with Captain Jack speed. They don't return to as they were before they Captain Jack doesn't heal Although with Captain Jack yeah. speed. Although every time Rex gets healed, something else seems to happen. Yeah, yeah. he ended up yeah, yeah. in his yeah. heart in the last episode. Well, the yeah. thing was, I mean, he is a marked man anyway, regardless of whether he was injured or not. Yeah. Because um, when he threw his lot in with Torchwood... It's the CIA just thought, right, he's a liability, we've got to get rid of him. Yeah. Especially where he phoned up his superior and mm. said, we're going to be at the hotel such and such. Oh, yeah. Mm. yeah. This this episode, though, was very much running up and down corridors. Mm. A lot happened, but the plot wasn't really progressed that much. Not a thick plot, no. Um, <laughs> we've got the guy that was in charge of the camp that Vera and Rex were at 
Colin, he manages Colin to get Maloney, Colin. Yes. He gets a no. He gets shot, doesn't he, by the by Ralph by Ralph, Ralph P. Yeah. Coltrane, yes. who is who is his <laughs> um, army guard that's with him. Um, He's but a little grunt, there, yeah. there's a lot of little things happen in this, but none of it really pushes the plot much further on, other than we find out about this the blessing. Blessing. The blessing. Yeah, you do and also, have... we, we did find we did. For completely gloss over the thing with Captain Jack and uh, the character that Ernie Hudson was playing as well. Yes, the, yeah, we have the chief operating officer of FICOR. Yeah, who mm. was also, doing his yeah, own little investigation. That's what mm. I, I was about to say. Yeah. You do you do get interested, uh, introduced, and found find out that actually it's not FICOR that is behind this, but FICOR is another pawn of someone. About mm. was yeah. the so it's not them pulling the strings. No, it's, it's not them pulling no. their strings. Yeah. There, it was interesting on that one in the the, the 40, 42 club. 45, the, 45 unfortunately. And, should be 42. And the people that <laughs> think that if you jump from the 45th floor, you make yourself unconscious. Yeah. He then asks their Hong Kong Shanghai. operative, or Shanghai, Shanghai. Some, I mean, to have a look, mm. who obviously gets into the FICOR centre... But then he's a FICOR back, employee. Yeah. yeah, but if he pulls back that there's nothing there and then throws himself off he the point if he has seen the truth, yeah. clearly, and he can't he, live yeah, with it. He, he has seen something that has turned him, as I say, he cannot cope with or he can't live with and he's leapt off the top of the building. It, this right. whole thing mm-hmm. does raise new questions because back at the beginning, I, I don't know if the effect of Miracle Day is fading or what, but back at the first episode, we had the suicide bomber. Yeah. Who appeared to be conscious... Despite yeah. the fact he had his head severed and half his brain missing, it seems. Mm. But now we're having people who uh, who are becoming brain dead. Yeah. Who are otherwise perfectly healthy. Yeah. So, so it could the effect could food could be draining, or yeah. it's just being changed for the sake of the plot. And well, it could be that too. But we we we're getting the impression that people were immortal completely. Yeah. They were saying that whatever you did to them, life would continue. Yeah. And that's kind of true, but consciousness does not continue. Yeah. Because that's an interesting thing. It's obviously not just about money. It's obviously something... But at the moment, what is FICOR or the people in charge of FICOR who are behind it actually getting from this? Because if they're burning the bodies, it's Mm. not like they they use... We're not Mm. talking a quater mass idea where they're actually harvesting the bodies and eating them. That was my theory, yeah. Unless they're actually, as you say, it's almost like something to do with consciousness. And Mm. they're somehow tapping into the consciousness of human beings or or what have you. But it's, at the moment, what's in it for the guys that made this happen, apart from big bucks? At the moment, the, the impression that I'm given at the moment is that Miracle Day itself is entirely coincidental. It's a byproduct of something else that's going on. Yeah, and it's still oh, something... We can't see what mm-hmm. the reason is behind it's it It's still yet. something to do with Captain Jack, because yeah. at the very end of this episode... We have a little trailer. ...another mm-hmm. Captain Jack tried to come into America, who is then wrestled down by our Captain yeah. Jack, and then you that's... finish off with them sitting in a church together, which is where we find about... That, yeah, that's the trailer. That is the trailer. Oh, for the okay. I have no idea what you're talking I haven't seen the trailer. I haven't seen the trailer either. <laughs> that, so. that seems to be based, uh, set in somewhere about 1930s, yeah. 1920s. Oh, oh really? Mm-hmm. Oh, interesting. Okay. Before seeing that, hopefully tomorrow. Yeah. Which, which would be very interesting because Captain Jack only got his name from the Second World War. Depends <laughs> how many times he's been backwards and forwards. Mm, yeah. 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 yeah, Captain Jack arrived back in the 1800s, so didn't because, he? From. Yeah. Uh, yeah. From the yeah, because if you remember rightly, passing the waste, uh, eight time the, travels. The, the uh, unearthly child is certainly nineteen forties, and he was being called 
uh, Captain. That was Second World War, and he's being called Captain Jack then. Well, because he gets it from if you watch the, the, the Talkswood talk episode, episode Captain he, gets Jack, he gets it from that man. Yeah, yeah, from Captain Jack. But as you say, we have seen him in Talkswood in a Victorian card in Victorian yeah. Cardiff. Yes. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, no, it it wasn't. Either of them are bad episodes, but it the, does seem to be going slowly. Yeah, this yeah. Long. It, 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 they it could does, have compressed the, it into one episode. The, yeah, it it has slowed down. The, it, it's been slow to begin with. The pace has slowed down. Whether I would still be watching it and still be interested if it wasn't Torchwood, if it's something completely different, mm. is debatable. Yeah. Really, okay. However, there is a few bits and pieces I did like, especially in episode five when Rex gets put on the ambulance. Oh, yeah. And oh, yes. Captain <laughs> Jack <laughs> expresses his oh, true feelings. His feelings yeah. for him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so he's yeah. a gay couple. Yeah. Yeah. seem to have a lot of fun trying to annoy each yeah. 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 So Rex is certainly a man's man and likes men things and doesn't like to vague anything that Captain Jack is interested well, in. Well, when they get Jack the does fir- as well. He just likes other men things. <laughs> yeah. When they first got the room and the, bloke, the, the landlord told him about it and, and, and Rex says yeah. to are you trying to make everyone gaze with one man at a time. time. (laughs) I do like the fact that Rex still doesn't accept that Jack could be as old as Jack actually is. Yeah, no, mm. none of them kind of like really get the fact yeah, that he does don't believe him. No. no, they do not believe. He him. also is it episode five or maybe it was earlier. Oh, Esther asked him where were you born, and then he talks about his mother and a long way away, yeah. and far away, and something. See, that was episode five as they were walking along the beach. Yeah. yeah. Also, have... did you notice episode five? It was on the beach. There were three people in masks. You know these death masks. Yeah. Mm. Oh, really? And outside of. Somewhere else later in the episode, it was There's in uh, Cardiff. In Cardiff, yeah, I know. There were three Cardiff. more of them standing yeah. there, not doing mm. anything, just standing there. The soulless. Oh, the soulless, yeah. A trio mm. of soulless. Yeah. We've, we've also missed the end of episode six, which I thought was quite yes. interesting, yes. in that Gwen lands back in <gasps> oh, yes. LA uh, and yeah, gets yeah. called as Gwen, not Yvonne mm. Pallister. Yes. And all the person says on the courtesy phone is lenses. Mm-hmm. So she goes into ladies, puts on the contact, contact mm. lenses and someone other than Jack has got access to the Torchwood yeah. system because they mm. type up the message to mm. her yeah. we basically saying got we've got the, your got the rest of your family yeah. etc give us Captain Jack and I thought it was interesting that because it's only Torchwood that can tie into those lenses so it's someone else that's got access so they know what mm. Torchwood are up to yeah, we've maybe we found we know in Children of Earth that the British government hacked the Torchwood system because mm. they got. Mm. But it's also to got it. to be someone that knows that she's got those yeah. lenses. Oh yeah, yeah. true. Yeah, because so far only her, her husband Rex. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And, I, and and at the end of it, the the last part of the trailer was her with Jack in the car where she's kidnapped him, mm. and I'm sitting there thinking, turn the so and so in because you know. At the end of the day, he's not really been that nice to some of the no. Torchwood guys, and I can see that that um, Gwen's character could be t- torn and actually hand Jack in for the sake of her family. Maybe. Because whilst there's loyalty there, I yeah, think there it is, goes so far. But family. if you said there's two Jacks, and the problem is solved, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yes. 
I wish you'd get on with it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we've got, what, four episodes left now? Four episodes left, mm. yeah. And hopefully we will start having some answers shortly because yeah. it, it is starting to drag on a bit. But it's still good stuff. It's all good fun. But Yeah, because one thing I did feel rather short-changed by was um, the fact that the papers were... Um, the TV guys in the papers are saying, sort of, in tonight's episode, we find out what Miracle Day is. Oh, no. And uh, we just find out that the... Uh, the camps are basically extermination camps. The, I think episode yeah. five was meant to be a pivotal point, mm. as in we found out what the concentration camps and are. And we, we wipe out one of our semi-regulars. Yeah. Mm, yeah. A first death. A yeah. proper death. In the land where we thought we could have no death. Mm-hmm. And now... The end is near. Yeah. And, and so we face the, the final curtain. Curtain is for you, Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get you, Harry Potter. <laughs> we went to the cinema. cinema yes. Or oh. the moving picture yeah, house. The, the motion picture. We didn't house. all go together. We no, went no, separately, separately, one at a time and at mm. different places. I yes. went, different I, countries. And even different, different countries, countries. <laughs> yes. I went in 3D. Oh, oh did you? Did you? Did you? <laughs> Myself. Did you see it in 3D? <laughs> <laughs> Myself and Fake Crumbly saw it in 2D. I saw it in 2D. I saw it in 2D. I saw it in 3D. I saw it in 2D with uh, Fake Keith. For those of you who have not figured this out, we're talking about Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part Part 2! Harry Potter dies then. Didn't see that coming. <laughs> well, yes, yes he does. Yes he does. Temporarily. Die. But he, he got, got better. He got better. Yeah, <laughs> yeah kind of. Re- like the uh, uh, th- this was quite a good episode or good ending, but the whole bit towards the end with Voldemort and Harry, it really does help if you've read the book. They kind of missold what happened at the oh, end really? between Harry I, and I Voldemort. I read the book a while ago. I can't remember it yeah. very well. Yeah, I've read it Remind me. What yeah. was it? I don't think it did it that bad. That oh, they justice. did it very, very well, but I think it does help if you mm. read the book. Mm, maybe. <laughs> so we finish exactly where we left off. Yeah. Exactly at the point yeah. where they... They've buried, buried Dobby, Dobby. Buried Dobby at, yes. at the beach Dr. Dobby. Yes. Right at the beginning, yes. I noticed, I can't remember, we, we didn't have both Crab and Goyle. I think we had... No. Crab no, we, but no we Goyle? Only, we we had, Goyle only had one no of them because I think, I, think oh. the, I think the actor was found was, with certain substances yeah, upon certain, them. Certain yes. um, so, pharmaceuticals. Yeah, so, pharmaceutical substance I think, about I think he spent some time at uh, Her Majesty's uh, Pleasure. Yeah. yeah, so the film Corporation <laughs> says, no, we don't want to, uh, that type associated with our film so mm. it was just I think um, Malfoy just grabbed Doyle and a random mm. Slytherin yeah. Yeah. person oh okay. Mm. okay that's always a problem when you've got real life cast yeah, yeah. I was amazed how many people they managed to get back they, oh yeah pretty much all of them yeah. Yeah. I think uh, yeah so there, there is certainly one scene where all the major stars or minor stars from all the other films had a cough and a spit because there was mm-hmm. um, Professor McGonagall um, the, the herbal mm-hmm. uh, yes Sprout Sprout Mrs Trelawney I'm surprised she was yeah you had Trelawney she said she couldn't do it originally it was literally a cough and a spit Oh, it's one it's, scene, yeah. But they're in there. Mm. The one person who wasn't there, noticeable particularly by us perhaps, uh, David Tennant. Yes, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. He didn't get closure, if you like, on uh, his character, because no. obviously he's the one who killed uh, uh, Sirius. Yeah. 
So yeah. you didn't get to see him mm. get his. Yeah, but there again, um, he's yeah, he's banged up in um. No. Uh, Azkaban. No. Was it? No. Uh, David, uh, it wasn't Devin Tennant's character that's all, all serious. Because Devin Tennant gets arrested at the end of it the was, Goblet of Fire. Yeah, mm. it, it was. Um, oh, what's her face? Oh, uh, Mad Woman. Oh, yeah, so you didn't yes. see Tenor yeah. in it any way, shape, no. or form. Rat features. What's his name? Uh, oh, Timothy Spall. Yeah. Oh. He wasn't in it, was he? Yeah, he briefly, was. In yeah. a flashback. Yeah, in flashback. In yeah. Yeah. I'm not sure. If, I'm not sure if it was new footage, but okay. he was in one of the flashback sequences. Mm. Peter Pettigrew, aka yes. Wormtail. That's yes, that's one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was. He was in it. He was there. But as I said, I'm not sure if it was uh, new footage. Mm. It was very well done. I thought the whole you you basically everything culminates back at Hogwarts. Yeah. Finally, um, after missing entirely last. You've got people have gone back to the school including Neville and, yep. mm. and co um, and eventually Harry and Hermione and Ron get back together and get back Woof. to the school <laughs> 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 yes um, and the majority of this film involves the battle effectively yeah. mm. that's yeah. going to destroy the. It, it was a bit Lord of the Rings at yeah. one point there was a lovely scene when McGonagall um, had Mrs Weasley with her and she did this spell to raise up all the, the statues, statues etc um, yeah. I've always wanted to use that the spell, spell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. why? why? <laughs> maniac really at heart mad woman <laughs> mad. Mind you, yeah, there was one scene during the battle where um yeah, Hermione almost gets sh- uh, well, spelled or wanded or whatever. Yeah, shafted. Yes. And um, yeah, Ron yeah, sort of shouts out, that's my girlfriend, you numpty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You numpty. You numpty. <laughs> he races after mm. That's just before a flaming snake chases that's after it, yeah. him. And he runs yeah, back chases and after Draco Malfoy. That's yeah. it, yeah. Harry, Harry rescues Draco mm. at yeah. one point because they set fire to the, the school, which comes in handy later. I thought the death of Snape, Snape was very, very well done. Yes. Mm. Yeah. Well, and very stuff. well played yeah. by the actor, whose it was name very, escapes yeah. me completely. Alan Rickman. Alan Rickman. It was very un- understated. Oh, good mm. grief. Nicely. Mind you, one yeah. thing that did confuse me during the flashbacks, well, when uh, Harry was looking into the... Uh, yeah, pensive. pensive. Yeah, the pensive. Is Snape Harry's father? No, no, no. no he's definitely not. But he like to Snape had the hots for Harry's mother. Ah, oh, right. He was he mm. was he, his mother's first boyfriend, oh, right, kind yeah. of stuff. Mm, and yeah. then James mm. Potter came along mm, and yeah. stole her, swept oh, her off ah. of his, mm. her feet. So I think, in some yeah. respects, that's why he didn't like Harry because Harry was almost the son he could have had. Mm, yeah, yes. But he didn't. Yeah. yeah and were. also, he rem- because of the whole thing about he has his mother's, mother's eyes, eyes yeah. he also reminded Snape of Lillian. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I thought it was very well acted by Alan Rickman, that whole... Des- yeah. And, and it yeah. did change, because you, you were starting to develop more than a dislike for the character than he's supposed to have, that, that he was the bad guy and he's yeah. the enemy, etc. Mm. And then it sort of pulled you around to the fact that he, he wasn't. He's, yeah. In some ways, he's like Draco. He was almost caught up into being was, a Death Eater yeah. yeah. by mm. circumstances rather than by choice. But he was always trying to help the school and, and, yeah. uh, and Dumbledore. Mm. Yeah, yeah, just, was, just from necessity, he had to basically be disliked by yeah, everyone yes. mm. to it try and a, build his cover more. Yeah. Yes. So mm. eventually, Harry is called out yeah. <laughs> into the forest <laughs> by a uh, old human. 
Who basically says to him, "Is my son alive?" If he says no, he's a dead man. <laughs> yeah, that, that's basically. <laughs> it. If I was Harry, I'd have lied. <laughs> <laughs> but I do like the. Um, I won't say heaven, but limbo where they mm. went to, which oh, was yeah. King's Cross, King's Cross, King's Cross mm. Station, all, all glowing white. Yes, yeah. it was like that in the book, wasn't it? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. The little thing underneath is the. Well, that part was, that was of, a piece yeah. of Voldemort's Voldemort. Yeah. It's, it's the, the, um, the unintended Horcrux. Yeah, yes. the co- Horcrux yes. dying. Basically. Mm. The ability that gives Harry the uh, the, the ability to speak past the tongue, tongue. That's and yeah. various things. It like all that. comes together in the end. Isn't yes, it explained. Yeah, it all hangs together. You can follow the threads, and yeah, nothing comes as a surprise per se. It's all hinted at at least mm-hmm. somewhere in one of the books. Yeah, this this was there was a lot of CGI on this one because yes. of the battle scenes mm-hmm. and all yes. the rest of it, and it's quite a dark, heavy story. It is the final battle, yeah. and oh, you've got. Grief, yeah. Kids, yeah, fighting against mm-hmm. really nasty grown-up wizards, but there is still quite a lot of humour in it. Yes, it's not all dark and it's not all miserable and it's all not death, mayhem, and destruction. I think in the book there was slightly more death, mayhem, and destruction. Yes, there I think was. Uh, I could be mistaken, but I think some of the characters in the film survived where they died in the book. Mm, are you sure? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I they, think they so. S- they still had the death of one of the Weasley twins. Yes, yes, yes. Because that, that's a major, a major yeah. point. And the werewolf. That seemed, that seemed very understated. Yeah. Yes, because yeah. you don't see see him die or anything. No. It's you just, just the reaction. like the reaction. And that was pretty much the case in the book as well, if I remember. Yeah. But I love Mrs. Weasley's reaction. <laughs> oh, <laughs> her alien mo- aliens moment. Yes. Mm. Yes. <laughs> yes. Get away from her, you bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so not my daughter, you bitch. I think was the mm. actual <laughs> the actual yes. line. Yeah, scene that ma- another scene that did make me laugh out loud was where um, Neville was taunting the uh, Death Eaters at the uh, mouth of the Oh, yes. Mm. Yeah. yeah. A- yes. Run! <laughs> <laughs> it's something they didn't play up too much in the films, I think, but in the books it was built up that he might be the real chosen one, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah, it, yeah it, it, it could have gone either way. Well, it, was just, it was just the fact that Voldemort decided that he was... It was Harry's parents and Harry that was the threat. Mm. Yeah. Mm when it could easily have been Neville's. Yeah. Yeah. It mm-hmm. was really the fact that Voldemort chose to go after Harry's parents that mm. made Harry the chosen, chosen one. one. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So it was more, to a certain extent, a self-fulfilling prophecy exactly. mm. because of, of what happened. But yeah, it could have easily been Neville. And if you look at it, Neville is the one who kills off the last Horcrux. He's, yeah. he's the mm-hmm. hero of that bit, yeah. saving... Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he chops, yeah, chops the snake's head yeah, off. Saving yeah. uh, Ron and Hermione. Right the way through the series, yeah. Neville has gradually become very much more yes. badass. Mm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> coming more to the fore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's much more of a general. And yes. the, fact, the fact that it's Neville that takes over Dumbledore's army yeah. Yeah. while mm-hmm. Harry isn't there and sorts out getting them all into the room of requirement and carrying on the training and that and kind of stuff also... and digging the tunnel. That's, that's all Neville that's, yeah. that's And it's also Neville there. who stands up and says no to Voldemort yeah. at the end when they're yeah. given a chance to just 
walk and, out. And it goes from a kid at the beginning who's lost his toad to... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then we get right back to the beginning, don't we, at the end of the film? More or less, yeah. It yeah. comes full toads and what have you. Full yeah. circle, yeah. yeah. With, 15 um, years forward. The ne- yeah, the next generation. Yeah. 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 Mind you, uh, I've heard possible. an interview with... Um, Draco Malfoy because he's obviously touting for the New Planet film. of the Apes film mm. and he was saying that that was the last scene that they actually did all film yeah and because of the cock up and the uh, makeup wasn't it well when he had, saw the makeup and that he says he looks older 15 years on <laughs> than the actor who plays his father does <laughs> in the program a tough 15 years and <laughs> a half yeah. 15 years <laughs> Yeah, but one thing that Fake Crumbly did say, the final scene, it's, it's just begging for a sequel, it really is. I mean, all the young... all the next Harry generation. Po- mm, yeah. <laughs> Harry Potter, the next generation. <laughs> yeah. Well, she has done on her website, J.K. Rowling on the website, Potter has um, Potterworld, which mm, is more. all their threads yeah. and who what jobs they go into and what their life is afterwards and that. So it's actually all there. It's She hasn't stopped at the point at which... Hogwarts fell, yeah. mm-hmm. Voldemort fell. She's actually fleshed fleshed out an entire universe. It's still ticking over. Mm, yeah. Mm. yeah, yeah. I mean, I know she's writing um, the collection of short stories. Was it Beedle the Bard? Mm. So I mean, whether that will be a continuation of, however indirect or not, I mean, that I remains to be off, seen. Off completely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's more history, isn't it? I think. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. that's yeah. something. Yeah, but obvious seems that I mean, one of the stories in uh, Beedle the Bard was this, of the uh, Deathly Hallows. About the three brothers. Yeah. yeah, which featured in the first mm-hmm. part. I would say don't do what someone at work did. Watch it in 3D? No. <laughs> <laughs> Went and saw this one. Without Only this to... one. Oh, <laughs> that no. would not make And kind of like, I don't, I don't get, get half it. of this. Yeah. <laughs> no, they, there's no attempt to, uh, to introduce any no. of the characters. No, there, there, there's no real recap either. No, no, no. there's no previously. It no. must go straight mm, into straight it. Into it yeah. Yeah. I have to admit, what I, I, I did was. For the week running up to when I went to see it, I watched each one each night, and I went to see this on Sunday afternoon. And Sunday morning, I watched part one, mm. and there was literally about an hour's gap between me <laughs> finishing part one and then going to see yeah, part okay. two. In this, so it was quite fresh in my mind. Yeah, yeah, pretty good. <laughs> Probably the way to do it. It, it oh. did actually work quite well because you then you could almost see the threads all pulling together. Yeah, I'd say I do approve of Harry. Getting involved with a taller, redheaded man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the taller, more yeah. slender. Yes. Yeah, okay. God. For point of reference, El Presidente's <laughs> fetishes are tall women, young, red slim, hair. and red hair. <laughs> well, I've got one out of those, and even that came out of a jar. <laughs> oh, well. Mm. At least I'm feminine. No, sorry, female. Female. Yeah. <laughs> Of the female persuasion. Yes. (laughs) Female of the opposite sex. That's the one. (laughs) Oh dear. So overall, thumbs up, a good a good watch, would you say? Better than the book to some extent. I wasn't screaming at the film, get on with it. I gotta admit, when I read the book, I did find the book dragged horrendously for Mm. me. But the film I don't say it loses anything, but it it certainly condenses it and makes it more oomph palatable. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it, a good, a good ending, a good fitting ending. I still, for me, the best film was the third film, mm, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, which had real style and a real darkness, darkness to it. it. Yeah, that's when it wonderfully really directed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah mm-hmm. I really every every since then it's felt a bit disappointing. This one not so much, but 
all in all a great series. Though. Oh, God, yeah. Oh, very really faithful. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, my summation of uh, parts one and two is part one, it was setting the scene for part two, but I mean, yeah. there were there were scenes that did sort of weigh rather heavily in part one. Yes. Mm. I mean, there was, I mean, it could have been shortened by about 20 minutes, I think. Yeah. Part two is far yeah. better. Than I'll part agree for yeah. very much so. Part yeah. two just never seemed to stop. No. It, yeah. just, mm-hmm. a, it just went right in and just kept on running. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah it's a case, I think, what is it, it's a three hour? Three-hour film? Uh, no, two, 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 two hours. hours. It didn't notice it. You don't yeah. notice it. Good action adventure movie. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. I love the way we just stop. stop. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. We, we kind of never finish anything. We just sort of like... Just run out. Run out <laughs> comes to a natural close. Yep. Our dear listeners, we have a little competition for you. We have a winning prize of a very nice A... What's that, A3? A3. A3 picture of El Presidente's love interest. The muse. His muse. His muse. The apple of his eye. For those of you who don't know who that is, Karen Gillen, (laughs) and what planet have you been on, Um, a signed photograph of Colin Baker trying... Sorry. The the Colin Baker. May ketchup and mashed potato be upon him. Every night. (laughs) Trying on various costumes, and he's wearing the cricketing outfit. Mm. And we have one of a Dalek, or a.k.a. Davos, but it's not the original Davos. It's Terry Malloy. Terry Malloy. Eggs himself. So, we have a competition, and we're going to give you a little bit of dialogue from the TARDIS. Oh, God. And we want, not reams, dear heart, <laughs> no more than a page of what happens next. And we have two runners-up prizes as well. We will go for the most interesting, the rudest, the funniest, <laughs> the serious. The perverse. So... got to be able to read it, though. We have to be oh, able yeah, to we've read, gotta, read it, yes. So... Imagine the scene. The Doctor is fiddling, as always, with the TARDIS console. <laughs> and in comes Amy. Doctor? Yes? You know that big red button on the console you told me and Rory not to touch? Yes. Well... Well, Rory hit it and... Yes. And... Yes. Dot, dot, dot. We want your answers and what, listeners? So that hasn't been laminated, that poster of Karen Gill. <laughs> no, but it comes mm. with its own glossy finish. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We've forgotten something, you know. Oh, what my God. Oh, oh, God. No. He's looking right at us. <laughs> <laughs> yes, dear listeners. It's not you... headless Nick. <laughs> no, not... <laughs> nearly headless Nick, yes. <laughs> he hasn't appeared for a very long time, Zini. No. <laughs> it's nearly... Bod- it's completely bodiless Pertwee. Yep. Yes, hello. Hello, Hello, Carl, Paul, and Hilda, and Nob-Naka, and, and Lucius, the pose of all obscene toys. Dangerous Churchill! Dangerous Churchill! What is that Amy straddling up there? Don't, 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 Oh, is this ooh. how Rivers managed to get hold of hers? Could be. Mm. Yeah, yeah, maybe, right. maybe. Nipped back. He's keeping in. the Stetson on there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Stetsons are cool. Whereas <laughs> <laughs> ah, cardboard Amy seems to be going safari. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Pith Hill. She likes yeah. it wild. <laughs> <laughs> I really didn't need to know that. 
Wild and untamed. Yeah. There's the level of Adam dies. <laughs> There's the line. And it's still a new, cleanish carpet. (laughs) Anyway, dear listeners, if you have comments, clean or otherwise, please send them to us at show at staggering stories dot net. And some of you have been doing that precise thing. Mm -hmm, Yep. We have one here from Adrian. Hello, Hello, Adrian. Adrian. Ah, hello all. I did go to college, I swear, or university as you will call it, I mean to say, and try to avoid spoilers like W.E. did. Okay. Whoops, be seeing you. And Torchwood (laughs) is getting horribly sad again, damn it. I know burning the Doctor alive served the story, but come on, she was the best character. (laughs) Oh, well, that's what you get for sending a non-field agent who can't keep their emotions in check. (laughs) <laughs> she would have been fine if she hadn't attacked the camp director personally I like that, <laughs> he, that didn't, camp. <laughs> he didn't flip out and shoot until she started calling him little man Ooh. Yeah. guess I better get used to Esther I know she's the regular person analogue but she's yep. a little tiresome and Rex is worse Ooh. than Owen. We should hate to hear that. But since it is RTD, I guess everyone will die, so that's fine. <laughs> oh. Maybe. <laughs> Adrian, we have a, a, a postscript, an addendum, or a correction. Not a PS. Uh, yes. Dear team, oh, and ha again. Now you all got the experience of what we did with the stupid American holiday delaying of Doctor Who. You had mm. to wait for Torchwood. And had to try to avoid spoilers like we did. Who's crying now? As long as it aired its fair game now. Hmm? <laughs> <laughs> uh, right, well, we're all right, Jack. Yes, yes, we're, yep. so we, we're, and so we're up to episode uh, six now, personally. We're going to be watching episode seven soon. Six will be out in America, and yep. crossing fingers, I did ask for seven and eight today. Uh, so, no, 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 no. Not that he's rubbing it in. <laughs> <laughs> so this one is from Oh Captain, My Captain. Oh, hello. Oh, oh Captain, hello. My Captain. Oh, Captain, My Captain. Would you like me to stand on the table? Why? Oh Captain, My Captain. No. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Dead Poet Society. Ah, okay. Ah, I've seen it. I've right. seen it. Hello, team, and the big hello to the signed photo of Karen in a special non-sticky wipe down the <laughs> <laughs> He knows you well. Yeah, I know, I know. No doubt by now you have seen and talked about the new trailer for Series 6B. Yeah, well, we've seen it. I'm not sure if we've talked. But we we've haven't really talked about it. Yeah. Well, all of you, except the member of the team who has a hissy fit at potential spoilers. <laughs> I actually did too, actually. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't really avoid it being I was in a big cinema at the time. Yeah, I yeah. thought putting my fingers in my ears and going... La, 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 la. would be distracting for other people. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Yeah. When I saw River Song in her eye patch, I straightway thought she reminded me of Travis from Blake 7. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Which I can, one? I can see the yeah. similarity, yeah. So if River Song is going to be the new Travis, what about... The rest of the crew, okay. maybe it could be Serverland. <laughs> <laughs> oh she... my dear God! I think El Presidente's about to explode. Well, she doesn't shave that hair off. She cannot. Touch <laughs> I can just picture her in some of those outfits. <laughs> Adam is pitching her at the moment. Yes, <laughs> not in those outfits. Yeah. Yeah. Wearing yeah. very little. Hmm. She probably some of that dress from last night. She was wearing a dress. A <laughs> oh, you were squinting, dear chap. You were mm. squinting. He was trying to wish really hard. <laughs> I do believe in fairies. I do believe in fairies. I do believe in fairies. Matt could be Villa. <laughs> <laughs> I like Villa. And 
And Arthur could be Blake as a man who is constantly having his ideals smashed by the utter pointlessness of the world around him. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, and could die every time he uses the teleporter. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, that was another thing. The question of the uh, Rory keep on dying came up last night. Yes, that did come up in the Q&A and Moffat did say that it wasn't intentional. (laughs) But they had noticed. But but they had noticed and it will be paid off in presumably in some jokey fashion coming up. But... On the subject of spoilers, surely the DWM cover was not a spoiler, as the death happened within the first third of the episode. <laughs> uh, What's the logic of that? No, 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 no. I, I have to agree with Adam from this, but it's the difference between, what the beep, and oh, it was him! Yeah. <laughs> you know. With camp hand action. Yeah, <laughs> well, have the camp hand action. You've got to have the camp hand action. <laughs> as a rule of thumb for people who write blurbs, Anything that happens within the first th- third is up for grabs as an inducement to watch the show, film, etc. Mm. So all DWM did was follow the usual rules to get people watching by telling them what might happen to get people to watch to find out. In my perfect world, Don't that trap. was not a spoiler. <laughs> Still, you can go and have a hissy fit if you want. <laughs> and he did. We did. I, I did. Yeah, he yeah. did. Yeah, regards, oh, Captain, my Captain. Huh? Thank you. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm fine, as I've said before, if it's telling you monsters and things like that and, and maybe even disconnected images like you get most of the season trailers they don't tell you anything really yeah. but when I start telling you the plot yeah. even if it's in the first five minutes major things have happened in the first five minutes of Doctor Who yeah. mm. and in fact probably doing uh, this coming episode you might say yeah it was definitely the first third of the episode it, and I don't think that you would well Stephen Moffat said right there in the question and answer don't think, tell anybody don't mm, tell yeah. anyone what happens in the I first mean, third of the yeah, episode yeah he, do, he does this, this isn't Columbo where you see who committed the murder in the first five minutes and the joy is working out how yeah, Columbo works trapping, this out yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Actually, actually, no, I can't say that. <laughs> yeah. that. That's the format where you know that's what's going to happen, but in Who, if that was the kind of thing, you would actually end up turning off because the plot's yeah. been given away. Cer- yeah, certainly in the case of Let's Kill Hitler, the first third would give you mm, pretty much all of the major plot points. Mm-hmm. After that, it's running around and having fun and getting characters to a certain point where you know they'll be later. Yeah. But Moving your players into the right positions mm-hmm. for the next game That's of chess. It. Yes. Time or, uh, maybe a former game of chess. But anyway. Yeah. <laughs> timey-wimey. It is very timey-wimey. But anyway. We've got a bit of feedback from Mr. M. Hello, Long time no PPPS. PPPPS. Yes. Long time no PP. Hello, team. Time for a bit of feedback. Okay. I don't have to do much writing. Only now it's time for a story. Many years ago. Well, about three or four. I think it's still, say, many years ago. Not many years ago. I went to a rather nice school. And as a rather nice school was a rather nice teacher. And this rather nice teacher, Mrs. Cooper to be exact, Mm. that's Mrs. Yeah. (laughs) Was a bit keen on a certain TV show, Doctor Who. Well, you see, she was rather interested in a little publication that was around the school, and it was called Who's Round. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. She learnt that the publication was written by a certain Mr. M. Ooh. Ah. Ah. I think we've all been there, haven't we? Yes. Mm -hmm. (laughs) One way or another. Mm -hmm. Obviously not called that at the time. He had a different name back then, Mr. M. Master M. An alias. Ah. Could be Master M. (laughs) And so she started sending me reviews of the episodes to put in the Who's Round newsletter. So here's one of them. Well, I've had to send it an attachment because my laptop won't let me copy it to the feedback. 
that's handy. <laughs> yes, listeners, we rehearsed this. Yes, we did. Yes. Meticulously. But he goes on to say, before I look at that, if you like it, I've got tons more like this I could send you. I began Who's Round in June 2007, continued all the way through to July 2010. Ooh, so there's tons of articles. And she was a good teacher. Latin teacher, in fact. Oh, good grief. This meant we got to watch the Fires of Pompeii in class and the <laughs> Confidential. <laughs> and I bought the DWM, Breathe Adam, Breathe, article about filming the episode. Plus, if I ever decide to truly reveal who I am, then I might show you some of my Doctor Who scripts. 20 in total, and a spin-off. And don't worry... I've spill-checked them. It's an exciting word! Now I'm going to talk, right, about spoilers, but on the Facebook, I seem to have gone on about it with Adam for quite a bit, so here is our Facebook conversation. This is a bit weird. Okay, <laughs> here's some of my feedback stuff. Yeah. Uh, Where, so you're feedbacking now, are you? I, I am inadvertently feedbacking by putting stuff on Facebook. <laughs> so I said, Adam said... Let's kill Hitler. Really very good indeed. A spoiler-free review is probably impossible. Lots of explanations, expedition, but very fun. Mr. M then said, a DWM tweet spoiled me already. Damn them. <laughs> I think we've been here before. Then I said, so I hear. Had to risk a further spoilers, which it won't be. Merely speculation based on a massively short clip. I won't necessarily take what they said at face value. The returnee in question features there's a tiny, tiny shot during the half-season trailer at the end of the episode. You'll see it yourself in under two weeks, assuming you don't avoid by turning over. I'm not convinced it's quite what it appears to be. Hard to say from the clip, though. Mr. M then says, I don't follow DWM. I just read it on a site that collects Doctor Who tweets. I wouldn't say it's the site's fault, as there were lots of tweets about the screen last night, and they normally filter out the spoilers. Does that, would it not be more easier to put post. that up onto the website along with the attachment of the review so our listeners can read it at their leisure? I think that could be a good idea. A lot of <laughs> but basically it boils down to the fact that Mr. M is, is rather miffed, miffed, disappointed about the spoiler, and he doesn't even like to hear about monsters coming back. Oh. So he's, he's even harder core yes. than I am. Than that. Yeah. So we, we, we won't tell them about the white robot then? No, and it's white wee-wee. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, I, I remember a time when you found out what the episode was called by the fact that you bought the Radio Times. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember those heady days. Yeah. And, and spoilers were usually your mate phoning you up after the episode, couldn't get hold of you, so waited an hour for you to get back from the pub to then tell you all about the episode <laughs> you set the video, <laughs> video <laughs> for. Video, yes. And that was when you had video. Before that, you had to <laughs> coerce your brother into telling you what you missed. <laughs> you, you had to wait until the Target book was released. Yeah, because it wasn't repeated, not no. for another 30 years. <laughs> anyway, Mr M just concludes here. Right then, that was easy, a.k.a. Mr. M. P.S. Try searching for me on Facebook. You won't find me. <laughs> P.P.S. Well, you might if you go here. Give Hang on, link. can I ask a question? If he's had no. a Facebook discourse with you, how comes he's not got a Facebook account? Well, he he might not be as Mr. M, it might be as someone yeah. else. Mm. No, he's given us a rather large clue, so... If Mr. We'll P. get on to Adam. Adam. Yeah. PPPS, please be my friend. <laughs> PPPPS, I have no friends. PPPPPPS, except for my favourite knobnacker. <laughs> PPPPPPS, speaking of which, 
How was Amy skirting Let's Kill Hitler? <laughs> We've it's already been... Dis- oh, he's got a misty look in his eye I'm again. Just trying to he's gone. Ah. He's gone. Somebody get the bucket of water. <laughs> I'll take it she went for the maxi skirt, this one. What was she wearing? <laughs> he can't even remember. He'd undressed her so much, he can't remember what he was she was undressing wearing. If, if I remember rightly, the description earlier, it was flesh-toned. Yeah. No, that no, was, that was, was dressing in the actual oh, story. That was, that was Karen Gillan rather than Amy Pond. Ah. Um, I think she was, it was probably... Trousers in there because she there was a time when she was uh, on the. Uh, yes. what, I like it with the hands. <laughs> He's yeah. doing things with his hands. Yeah, 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 yeah. Quite graphic things with his hands. <laughs> Not those things. <laughs> I'll leave those to Adam. P p p p p p p s. Oh, that's not right. P p p p p p etc. How was Amy skirting? Let's kill Hitler. Yeah, have we just been there? P P P P P P. It's Peter the Eighth now. Yep. And how were the legs? Long. Yeah. But if they're in trousers, you can't be sure of that. True. P P P P. They were long enough for her feet to touch the ground, though. No, and that's the only thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Karen Gillan equals sex on legs, apparently. Okay. Uh-huh. Right. I think that's the end of the uh, written feedback. We're we have out. some audio, do we? We do have some audio feedback. Who from? From Reese. Hello, Hello Reese. Hello, team. It's Reese. Hello. I'm just sending you a couple of thoughts on Torchwood and some other things you discussed in the show. So, first off, <laughs> last episode was a Stars special podcast because you had Camelot. Yeah. and Torchwood so um, you should have labelled it a star special but Adam hadn't realised that (laughs) so yeah I I (laughs) I, 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 had funny anyway quick little talk about Doctor Who and season arcs I think my main problem with season arcs is that this one's left me kind of disappointed but only because we didn't get any real answers we know Amy was a ganger we know who um, River is I got them confused there Yes. we know who they are now and or what you know yeah. what was happening all this big revelation that really wasn't much and that we called so it's not all that exciting but i'm sure if there wasn't a season split i would be really pleased with the season six season art because it looks like we're going to get a lot of answers a lot of answers just on the trailers we've seen mm. um i know yeah, they the made the make us think that but Definitely. it looks like we're going to get the answers and i hope we do because then i'll be very happy and yeah, I've been hoping and saying that I would I yes, think yes. that's going to happen. So that's good. So if there wasn't a season split, I would be very happy and we'd know all the answers to the questions like who's in the astronaut suit and things like that in the first that's episode by now, I'm sure. So <laughs> again, I did oh, say God. the season split I wasn't too happy about at the beginning when it was announced and it hasn't worked for me. So a bit of proof, really. So uh, Anyway, Torchwood. It's good to hear that Adam is enjoying it now. But yeah. I do have to disagree with him on... Never. A few points that I find the characters interesting, even though Rex is getting exceedingly annoying. Although, after what happened in episode 5, I haven't seen episode 6 at time of recording, he may start showing a bit more emotion and not being so cocky and (laughs) rude to everyone and... I'm taking charge, I'm the boss, la-di-da-di-da, and this kind of really annoying gung-ho kind of of attitude he's had. So it might... We might see some change. You'll probably already have seen it because somehow you got to see uh, see it before everyone else. <clears throat> um, totally I legal. Copies, I, it. Mm, I know Dave and Tony get it that way, I do believe. Anyway, they, they I'm going to agree with Gene and Adam that even though I enjoyed the second episode, first time I saw it, compared to every episode after it and even episode one, it is getting not worse, just, you know, it's paling in comparison to them. Please I like agree that with me then. Phrase, paling in comparison. <laughs> anyway, but I do think it's 
still quite a good episode. I also agree with Keith and Adam that in a good way, episode three and four kind of blur into one, but that's because they are fairly similar with some similar plot lines, like Esther seeing her old apartment, or the street for her old apartment, and giving almost that little speech she gave, which I thought was beautifully (laughs) delivered and acted, and I I quite like her, and I feel she's part of the team, so I I kind of, again, in (laughs) complete disagreement with Adam there, that she is an interesting character. Vera was interesting until the uh, horrible <laughs> yep. at the end of uh, episode five. Not anymore. And Rex is annoying, but Esther's... <laughs> uh, he said she, she's got a lot of potential, but I think they're working that potential out already because, really, you can't just... Really, Rex, Vera, and her started off as just there for the plot, if you think about it. You have yes. your computer... You could label them. She's the computer whiz, the one that'll stay behind the desk and solve out all the sort out all the problems. The analyst, yeah, yeah. Or you know, find some information on co- them. Rex is the kind of yeah. muscle of the group, yeah, the, the, the teal, for want of a better word. <laughs> <laughs> Except he doesn't say indeed, and he's not as cool as Christopher Judge. <laughs> <laughs> indeed, and <laughs> then Vera was pretty much the doctor oh, yeah. and the medical person. And in episode three, when they uh, did the wild thing, yeah, I got the American torrent. Kind of wish I didn't really. <laughs> I haven't seen that <laughs> version. through that quite hardly. <laughs> when they did the wild thing, it didn't make sense really. It, um, it really didn't. There no. wasn't, apart from him kind of really blatantly flirting with her, saying, Does your ex husband normally call for sex and drugs? Or right now I'll just call for the drugs in episode two. That was a good line, but I didn't see that as them actually flirting or building up a relationship. No, that was, was definitely part of the plot, really wasn't it? Quite yeah. a yeah. character. But I do think there are a few ways he can redeem himself or a few ways he can still be interesting what happened with his father winston zedmore winston stuff that up you know mr ghostbuster man um he looks so different doesn't he no that was i think he'll be able to that was only hudson in the middle Hmm. have an interesting story build up from that that yeah yeah also episode four i do have to say is my favorite so far it goes to show that even though this is rather serialized it doesn't have to be relentless plot 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 and we're giving you this we're giving you that here's action here's this and that which is what children of earth was now they've got 10 episodes and new characters to develop and play with Mm. they're doing it really well and i think episode four was back to almost a season one and two almost monster of the week kind of adventure almost you know Situation of the week in Stargate, they've had lots of situations where they kind of have to break into places either off world like, or even on like Earth that. who've learned Sneakers. about the Stargate oh, yeah. and yeah. going to try and reveal it or something like that. So it seemed quite right, almost run of the mill sci fi, but done in a really fun way. And the flirting with Jack and Gwen, like, um, she says, Hello, handsome, I like the uniform. And he goes, Ditto. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. And then episode five, it's a good episode. I just don't know how I feel about the end because that was very deeply disturbing. I felt hollow after watching that. I kind of went, ooh. But it was really well done, because if you look at it, it is just pretty much the one container, or a module, with Vera in it, and the implications of the flame burning her. And then you cut to Wales with Gwen talking to Reese and... uh, Other Reese, sorry. I'm going to call him Other (laughs) Reese. Talking to Reese and... Or Other Reese. Yeah, I dropped it straight away. (laughs) And then you see steam, which is, it's really steam, but they imply it's smoke. And it was really well done and quite horrific kind of thought. And it, that's what makes Tortured seem so real compared to Doctor Who now. The fact that there is, there would be somewhere out there today with 
no respect for humans at all who would think of them as numbers and who would feel free to burn them and it is burning them alive even if they're supposed to be dead i don't know why people don't listen to the people who were parroting on in, parroting on in the first episode saying it's changing the laws of life these people are supposed to be dead but they're still alive dead is dead but uh, yeah i'm i'm really quite interested i want to see what I'm actually interested to see how Rex reacts. You've probably seen that now, but I'm interested to see how Rex reacts to losing Vera. Because yeah. he did kind of... We haven't really I'd seen it well initially. Just treats it like a one-night stand. He hasn't really had a chance to come to terms with no, it. all about him, but, you know, it'll be interesting to see. And I want to see more about Fycor, because they seem to be behind it all. And no. I have to say, people out there who's, who are thinking it's aliens, I don't think it is. I mean, this is episode six coming up. It's been set up that FICOR and organisations like it, I do believe, have known about the miracle for a, about a year beforehand, so yeah, I'm sure five. it's just going to be them behind it. But yeah, interested to see what happens. I'm really liking Esther, and no Dave from Professor Dave's Ark in Space. Not really like that. Well, it wasn't like that when I posted that status where I said she's lovely, <laughs> but your comments kind of herded me into saying, yes, okay. She's pretty. <laughs> Keep up the great work on the podcast, and I'll talk about episode six and seven maybe next time, okay. uh, depending if I'm catching up. Anyway, goodbye. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank Bye-bye. You. Bye. Vera's death. I, I didn't yes. mention that the moment she got shot, I thought, that's it, she's dead. Yeah. yeah. In fact, the moment she said she's joining Torchwood... Back at the beginning of the episode, I thought, she's dead, but I didn't expect it that episode. Yeah. But at the moment she was shot, I thought, actually, uh, it doesn't make sense. What can her character do at this point? Yeah. The, the whole medical side of the entire storyline is is now gone. Yeah, yeah. It, 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 it was gone when they uh, wrapped up the boards. She, she'd be a spare yeah. wheel and a yeah. distraction mm. for Vex. Mm-hmm. So her time was up in terms of plot. There's nothing more she could have given from a medical point of view. Yeah. Because at this point, we're presumably going on to find who's really behind it and that's that, yeah. not Fygor. Yeah, that's that's the last group of episodes is things are going to become to get, begin to come together now. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. the lesson to learn from this children is if you ever work for an organisation called Torchwood make sure you are totally indispensable. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Otherwise you will be disposed of. Preferably immortal. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think she was a good character when she lasted. Yeah. But, but, I'm, yeah. I'm, but you, you, it, yeah. you know what they say the, the, the light that burns brightly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> the, char- yep. the character was there to push forward and push home certain plot points mm-hmm. mostly the medical side of the plot points uh, i.e. Yeah. nobody's dying everyone's still aging and, and yes all that stuff th- that bit had been brought home and there was as you said there was nothing really more for her to do to no. service the plot at that point now we know that people can be killed for real yeah. can mm. really die because they've been burned and can commit suicide yeah well in a virtual way there's nothing more to that they're, they're not a pile of sentient ash that's just floating around somewhere now i don't know yeah maybe <laughs> who knows huh? the other thing i think also that it raised was although you suddenly have this immortality it's not healthy immortality you are still susceptible to yeah. mm-hmm. viruses and bugs and diseases I'm and like, that kind of I'm stuff. Like Jack was. Mm. So whereas Jack would catch something but get over it, you will catch something and not get over it. Yeah. yeah. Um, if you we, catch typhoid, you've got typhoid. <laughs> <laughs> we probably mentioned it in an earlier episode, but 
it isn't an exact mirror of what Jack had. No, no. He's lost his immortality, and they've gained immortality, but not the same sort of immortality. No. As we said, Jack was always returned to a point he was before he was killed, and then yes. ages, mm. slowly, but ages naturally. Well, again. as yes, in the yes. example where you blow him into lots of bits, put the bits in a bag, and, and they, they reform themselves into a human yeah. being. Yeah. If you blew any human being up, put them in a bag, they wouldn't reform into yeah. a human being. As, as, as was mm. demonstrated in episode one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. as yeah. I said, we, uh, the, the immortality that everyone is suffering from is not immortality, it's they just don't die. Mm. Well, the thing is, drawing a comparison between that, it's uh, well, Greek mythology, the uh, legend of uh, Cicada. Yeah, that, I think that was yeah, mentioned of, in the first episode. Yeah, so he asked for eternal life, but he, does, he doesn't ask for eternal youth. Mm. Right, we have uh, not feedback here. Oh. Not Ooh. feedback? Not mm. feedback, but a little message. Well, somebody I met uh, a few weeks back got to know the head of Pertwee. Oh, yeah. And uh, Tony Galachon had a chance to chat with him and uh, remind him of it. I haven't heard this myself, so <laughs> here we so go. It's, it's now, last weekend at Comic-Con, you met a lad with a head of John Pertwee. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the next one's for him, with the head, if you're willing for this. It's a podcast called Staggering Stories. And it's the show with the head of Pertwee. <laughs> Feel free to play with that. Just, you know, have some fun. Pardon me? This is a very bad impersonation of my great friend, John Pertwee. Um, I'm Sylvester McCoy. <laughs> you didn't guess that, did you? You thought I was John Pertwee. I know you did. Anyway, I'm Sylvester McCoy, and I am a great, was a great friend of John Pertwee's. I adored him. He was wonderful. Made me laugh before he became Doctor Who, and he made me scared when he was Doctor Who, and he terrified even more when I was at conventions with him. <laughs> End of. <laughs> that was okay. nice. Okay. Gives you nightmares, now he's ahead. Yes. Yep. <laughs> yes, there's a picture of um, Sylvester and the head of Pertwee and yourself on, mm. is it on the Staggering Stories website, or is it on the head of Pertwee's Facebook? Oh, probably both. If not, it will be. <laughs> it will be soon, yeah. You mean the head of Pertwee has a Facebook page? Yes. He yes. does, yeah. 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 <laughs> I did not know that. Yeah. <laughs> yes, another unexpected twist. <laughs> <laughs> I keep meaning to put some pictures up of him when he had a body as well. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I think that is it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Blimey. Mm-hmm. Always keep forgetting about Hooverville. Hooverville 3. So 3rd of September, very shortly now, in Derby, UK. Who have we got? We've got Fraser Hines, Nicola Bryant, Maurice Roves, Ian McNeese. Lots of other great people. Nev Fountain, I notice. Uh, lots of people, including podcasters such as ourselves. I think we're going to be up on stage. So join us. Join us on the 3rd of September, 2011, 10am till 5pm at Quad in Derby for Hooverville 3. No, you want to. And so, dear listeners, that brings us to the end of another Staggering Stories podcast. But never fear, in the next one, there'll be more of the same. More fun, frivolity and jollity. More news and reviews. More who old and new. Until that quintessential, quivering, quatermassery of... (laughs) (laughs) What are we doing quatermass next time? falls down upon us all. This is me, Crumbly, saying be seeing you. This is Jay saying cheerio. Goodbye. Au revoir. Artichoke. You have been listening to Staggering Stories Podcast, Series 1, number 113, featuring Adam J. Purcell, Andy Simpkins, Jay Duran, Gene Riddler, and Keith Dunn. The views expressed here, those of the speaker, don't necessarily represent those other speakers on the site. No copyright infringement is intended, 
And this podcast is now Presidente Production for www.staggerystories.net. Doc 2 magazine. <laughs> Mention, um, mentioning no names. <laughs> put it. Oh. <laughs> you, you are, you are interrupting, definitely, yes. <laughs> That's over my rant. <laughs> you, you, as, as, you've interrupted in the middle of Adam's rant. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're in trouble. <laughs> Dear listeners, uh, if this uh, makes she, it she to the first take, Bill Keith <laughs> is talking to fake Keith on the phone. <laughs> okay, okay. Love you. Hello. Hey, kitty face. <laughs> Sorry, bye. <laughs> she just phoned up to interrupt. Okay. <laughs> that, that is the whole reason why she phoned up. No other reason, just to interrupt. She succeeded. It's, it's a bonus that she's actually interrupted you yeah. mid rant. Oh, good, good, good. <laughs> Take two. Yeah, <laughs> Go on, get the head of steam up again. <laughs> Tricked into thrusting Siffy up. What? Trusting. Trusting. What have you got in your mind? Where is your mind tonight, woman? (laughs) (laughs) Nothing wrong with a good thrusting, is there? (laughs) (laughs) Lord Flashheart. Oh, <laughs> what, what TV channel are you thinking of? <laughs> Siffy. Trusty yeah, is a yeah, natural. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I can see the connection. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Jean, breathe. <laughs> breathe, Jean. She's in the crisis chair. Yeah. Uh, She's having a crisis. <laughs> oh, dear. Sorry, dear. This <laughs> oh, when I've stopped crying. <laughs> yeah. I'm not looking. He's got such a disgusting laugh. <laughs> Oh dear. <laughs> dead puppies, dead puppies. <laughs> Don't look at her. Don't look at her. Someone else read this. <laughs> I'm never going to get this away. Shall I take this one over? I think so. Step into the breach, James. Mm-hmm. Not that I've got a one track mind straight into a sewer, but just at the moment. Well, with, with all this thrusting and such. <laughs> Groinal strain. <laughs> Rutting season. <laughs> it's the heat getting to me. <laughs> Crazy from the heat. <laughs> it's because I've been watching the Doctor Who and Donna episodes, three full nights of David Tennant's too much. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sherlock Holmes, Sherlock Holmes to... uh, Robert Downey oh, yes, Jr. Yes. Yeah. Oh, you get properly introduced to Moriarty. Moriarty is there. Hello, Moriarty. Does he yes. come round the cinema yes. shaking one's hand? <laughs> he does. He does. <laughs> so I'm thinking of the goons, Moriarty. <laughs> Moriarty. <Yes. laughs> My name's Moriarty. It, 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 uh, I, I it starts. The, a lot of your intros and voices and stuff seem to fall back to the goon show. Mm, yeah, <laughs> it, it starts He's with a fortune Yes, and his <coughs> least effective disguise. Oh yes, uh, dressed as a uh, chorus girl. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so he's no, no John Barrowman. No John oh, Barrowman. Yeah. <laughs> because he does have a very blatant hairy chest. It's mm. not even attempt to hide or shave it. Yeah, we saw creeps above the uh, the hem of the dress. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> It's a wink. It's a wink. <laughs> so until that, uh, what letter can I use today? X Q. <laughs> until that quintessential quivering quatermassery of. <laughs> That's the. Why do we quatermass next time? <laughs> corn. Mm. Corn. Of, of corn comes. In. <laughs>